We just finished up a leadership team meeting at Growth Tools. Uh, we had the me and the four primary leaders of the company get together. We usually do that once a month to chat over high-level vision, uh, vision things and projects and what's coming up and that kind of deal. And one thing we spent a little bit of time on was our figure it out project for Q1. You can uh, go back in past episodes. I talked about this and gave a lot of detail on how this works. But the basic gist is we want to encourage everyone to live out the number one core value of our company, which is we figure things out. It means we proactively look for problems to solve and opportunities to take advantage of. And we go do them. We execute all that. We don't need to be led or babysit or told to do it. You just always be looking out for those things. If you see the UPS box on the floor, pick it up, figure out who it belongs to. And that's not something you like have to do. There's, nobody will ever even know if you don't do it. Um, but when you do it, man, the, the, vol- the, the velocity and the culture that develops within the company is extraordinary. So we want to learn, I want to learn as a leader how to teach people that, how to put parameters around that, that encourage it and celebrate it and help everyone that's out there to relearn, everyone that's at our company to relearn how to do it. Because I think all of us have that as a base level instinct. But over the years of working in different places and with varying degrees of, <laughs> of leadership that may be great or maybe not so great, you get that beaten out of you. So we had, we had a good conversation in this meeting around the figured out concept. And I just clipped a little portion out. It's about 10 minutes long of a dialogue between me and Jeanette, Drew and Chris, uh, three of the four people on our leadership team. where we talked about this in detail about the pros and cons and maybe some challenges of it, how to encourage it while we're doing this challenge. Uh, we're giving a prize away to the person that has the simplest and highest impact uh, figured out project of the quarter. And uh, so in this, we kind of get in the weeds a little bit. And I felt like we were all kind of forgetting why we were doing this. And the point of it was to encourage everyone to have a figured out mindset, not to necessarily win a prize, but we do want to incentivize the behavior we want so uh, that we want to see. So anyway, enjoy the conversation. Hopefully it's helpful for you. So a couple thoughts. One, mm-hmm. um, at a base level, the reason we're doing this isn't so everyone does one project a quarter that wins a prize. That's just the incentive to encourage a base operating system in everyone here to constantly be like, you guys are collectively and individually way smarter than me. And in your individual roles, you see stuff that only you can see. It's impossible for me to see the granularity that Jeanette, Chris and Sam and Drew and Jeff and everyone sees like, I can't see it. And you can't either. Like Drew, you will not see the things that Will sees and Jeff sees and Andrew sees unless you go do their jobs as your full-time job. Um, And with that comes, they get to see the field from a perspective and see problems, people running routes the wrong way and opportunities, the safety's backed up further than he should be. So we need to audible and call a little dig route over here and he's wide open. He's going to get a 20 yard touchdown. The coach couldn't even see it because you can't even see the player alignment from the sideline. So what we want, like the whole purpose of this is to have a culture and a base operating system of your job is not to do your job. Your job is to do your job and constantly be looking for ways to improve everything, to finding ways. If there's a better way to do it, let's figure it out. Let's do it that way. If there's an opportunity to do something here, let's, let's figure it out. Let's try that. If there's a problem here, let's fix it. It's not to just stay in your lane. And like, there's kind of two avatars. There's your hard worker who, man, they're great. It's my dad. Showed up every day, on time. Everybody liked him, hit his goals most of the time, never missed, reliable. And he got a 3% pay increase his entire life. 
great. He's happy. Like that's perfectly fine. If he'd add one little skill set onto that of being able to figure stuff out proactively, maybe outside of his actual immediate job description, he would have got, he would have made two or three times the money and probably been two or three times happier in his life, in his, you know, working career because of that, because he, you know, those opportunities that presents of like when he finds a thing and talks about it and Chris, a lot of times he would do that, but then he wouldn't tell anybody about it. So nobody knew, like literally no one knew how good he was because he never told anybody the stuff he did, not in a bragging way, but it's like, Hey, yeah, fix this little highlight thing. Like I want to know that because two reasons, one, I think it's super cool. And two, I want everyone else on the, on the team to see that little small figured out that you never had to do. You never had to do that. You'd have never lost a single dime. You would have, you've gotten a little bit of praising over it, but like in the end of the day, it doesn't affect much, but it affects everything because building a culture of people that do that, that find the little highlights, because there's a hundred highlights right now in the company. And those 100 highlights are the best optimization we can make, but I will never know of what they even are. And Chris, you'll never know them because you can't see them all, but you see your seven and you can do those. So I, I almost wonder, part of me has wondered this about the, the Q1 prize or if this will serve at any point, if not one, like, I think a way to win it, another route to figuring out how to win the figured out prize is not to do one, but to do seven. <laughs> small ones like seven small ones could beat one big one or one medium one um so that's just kind of playing the game over here but the, the reason i think as a team we want this is because it makes all of our jobs easier it makes all of us more money and it makes us way more impactful on everyone we're trying to work with because it's andy realizing like a small i think the smalls honestly in a lot of ways are more impactful than the big ones um, because they're so simple to do but the culmination of doing six of those in a quarter are huge. Like it's Andy, instead of just jumping in and answering Matt's ticket, realizing that two people after he jumped in and answered one of Matt's ticket, kind of like kind of went into the customers with complaints category. Like they started acting weird, like they didn't get why he was helping them. So, so he just put a little script at the top of every email. He answers one of Matt's clients that says, Hey, uh, Matt was super busy and this looked like something I could help with. And I know you would rather have a fast response. So I jumped in and grabbed this. That's a problem. Just let me know. And then he answered the ticket. There's probably some better copy there. But you get the point? Just let them know that Matt asked me to answer this so I could get back to you quicker. And people are like, yeah, they love that. It went from people taking this thing that should be a benefit as a negative and asking for refunds to people that took it as the benefit it was. And they're now raving fans as a result of it. That's such a small thing that never has to be done. No one will ever notice it not being done, but the impact is substantial. And you add six of those up and it's like, man, that we're a company now we all want to work at <laughs> because it's just like, all, I think that's the difference in a hard worker and having an awesome culture and awesome people. It's that. So I think as a leadership team, all of us, every time we do figure something out, even as a small thing, we think is so silly, no one will ever notice, like talk about it and surface it. And when we find, definitely when we find people that are working with us that do it, celebrate them as loud as you possibly can because that's the number one skill set is that like being able to look at that and know what those are and do them um i think is one of the singular most important things to build the team we want to build and the culture we want to build um so is that technically another project yeah like it's probably like if we sit down in a quarterly meeting and say here's the seven projects we want to do like it's probably not one of those it could be a thing within one of those it could be the 90 day sprint evolves to this whole alert system thing, which is a way great concept, way better concept than we concepted out. Or maybe it's like seven highlight lines or the equivalent of projects that you just see over the course of the quarter. But it probably is another project. I even put on the SOP to 
uh, set it up as a project. It's probably another project on your list, but that could be a super small thing. It could be a big thing. But using our project management methodology, I think also will get everybody in the company thinking that way in how do I, how do, I do a thing? And this is how Growth Tools does things. There's the SOP for it. So that might be, I don't want these to be massive additional things. Like maybe occasionally they'll become that. Like the alert thing could be somebody's figured out. Like that was a pretty good one. It was kind of a collaboration between three of us. But like that's a solid big thing we did not see at the beginning of the quarter that's fundamentally changing how we coach and speeding up everything we're doing by order of magnitude. Like that's a, that's a but that's a big figured out project. I think seven highlights are probably better and maybe have a better chance of winning. Who knows? Maybe not. I have no idea. We'll see when we get there. But that's kind of, I think understanding the heart of it is really important. Understanding what we're trying to accomplish with this and encourage with this. It isn't just about winning a prize. Like if you're thinking as leadership team hat on and not individual trying to winning it, which is important to be able to swap those hats. Leadership team hat is like, we want everybody at the company thinking this way and doing this way because that's an awesome company to work for. We all make more money and are more happy at that. Because the alternate is, we're a bunch of people that just do our jobs and like, that's not fun. That's not like job descriptions aren't perfect. Scopes aren't perfect. They never are. You're always missing things. Things fall through the cracks. Somebody knows whose it is. Like that's what happens when you don't have a figured out culture. And I don't want that. And yeah. So I don't know. That's a total random soapbox there, but does that help at all? Yep. It gave me some ideas on how to encourage my team more as they go through this. Cause they're doing it every day and they don't see it. Yeah. So, and I have people who could do it more. Um, so just pointing it out and giving them, because as soon as you do that, you give them permission. Yeah. And some people need more permission than others. Yeah. I, I like the idea of coming into a, like the Q2 meeting with my figured out project already sort of mapped out so I can fit it in within my goals. Um, and then also like, I think it's important to emphasize that like figuring out could be you figure out a V1 MVP that like you test out before you go get Chris and have him do all this engineering work. Like that's still, even though it might not be like the completed version, but like V1 could still be a, a winner in my opinion. Totally. Absolutely. I think those prototypes are the, I mean, if you're going to cross departments, it's probably the, it's probably you have to do that probably. Right. Uh, like if, if uh, Will can convince Drew and people to write emails and send them to all these people and do what he wants to do, that's great. Or he could just go do it. He could just get an export from schedule once and write the emails and send them out. And he could do that. Yep. Kind of like Drew, you're doing the Dunning emails for PA for the accelerators. Like that's a great figured out project. Right. You're already doing it. And I think there's probably a balance between trying to figure it out ahead of time and letting it come to you and seeing what comes in real time. There's probably a good mix of those. And honestly, everyone should probably have, everyone should probably be able to, make a list of their figured out projects for the quarter at the end of the quarter is probably more than one thing. If, and that's just admitting to on paper, what you're doing. That's a lot, not like encouraging more behavior. Like a lot of us are doing this. We're just not necessarily calling it that or realizing it. And I think that's like maybe important for us to get really good at calling it out so that we all just train ourselves. Cause what you encourage and praise is what you get more of. Um, yeah. And like my worst case is people do a bunch and we don't recognize them. <laughs> like, no, I want to recognize everyone's and praise them all yeah I, that strikes a chord with me of like instead of doing a lot ahead of time then just kind of like as they come to you yeah do it i don't know if we're ready for that at this stage but that seems like i mean that's the culture right there is like i don't even have to think about it i don't have to plan it i don't have to pitch it 
it's like it came to me and I knew what to do instinctively and I just did it. Agreed. And then I like recorded it and made it known and we celebrated it and everything is better for it. I think that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. And that pro- the, the ad hocness of it probably somewhat depends on the size of it and how related to your role is it? Like the further yeah. it gets away, probably the harder it is to do something immediately. And the bigger it gets, the harder it is to do something immediately. But that's maybe even a skill set we can learn to develop and teach, which is scoping it down and learning how to do that as quickly. Because there's the big version, there's, there's this big appetite and the small appetite versions. Of right. The MVP, the, I wrote five emails in Gmail and sent them out to people whose emails I just looked up. Yep. That started to work. So I did a little more and, Versus that didn't work and I stopped and I'm nothing, you know, I didn't have to figure out how to even export from schedule once. I just copy and paste, you know, it's like those grade that level of, because I mean, yeah, if you come to me and you're like, I've done all this work, I know for a fact, this is going to work. I'm like, absolutely. How can we do this? Like, (laughs) this isn't even an issue. Like, you know, I'll gladly see if I can work this in and, and, push some other things off or move stuff around. But if you're like, Oh, I had this great idea in the shower and who knows if it'll work. Can you spend 40 hours on it this week? Uh, (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) doesn't seem like that's, I should let all my quarterly goals slip just for this (laughs) this scheme. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So let's keep talking about it. Let's keep talking around it. I think as I write this handbook this quarter, I'm going to even take a record this recording and transcribe it and pull some good nuggets out of it. Um, I think learning how to quantify this and teach this to a new person quickly. So they get it and know how to do, find the highlights and fix them and find a little script to fix and try it and see, keeping it really small iterating until you know, it's a big project and then making a big project. Um, Or if your confidence level is already sky high, do the project, but that probably fits into a quarterly project more than it is like a figured out thing. So figured out is probably by nature are small tests or simple fixes. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.